friend and welcome back to Freedom by Design. I am Chris. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to spend an hour or so with me. And like always, none of my podcasts are edited. You're going to hear intro music and outro music and that is it. Everything else included all of my pauses and awkward mumbles and tripping over my words. They're all going to be included in here. Nothing is edited just to keep it real with you and and hopefully show you that you can show up exactly as you are and that's enough. All right, so let's just call it what it is. This is my third episode. You would think that I'd be into a little bit of a routine by now, but it's Wednesday, people, and I release a new podcast every Wednesday, and I am filming this at 12. So 12 in the afternoon on Wednesday. (laughs) Thankfully, I don't edit these, so it takes me 10 seconds to pop in the intro and outro music, and then I can just upload it. Um, otherwise, it would be a lot more stressful. But I was I was sitting up last night trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about, and I do have a list that you guys have been wonderful at sending me some ideas, and I just thought, you know what? I'm so overwhelmed, I don't even know what to do right now because I'm just drowning in work. And then I thought, okay, well, let's talk about overwhelm. Let's talk about where I'm at right now, the real deal of what's going on. So as you know, if you've listened to my first two episodes, I am new to managing a team. Um, and my business isn't all that old, you guys. So if you're looking for someone that you can go to for advice that has been in the game for 15 years or making just like buckets and buckets and buckets of money or something like that. I'm not your girl. I started this podcast so that you guys can kind of grow with me and grow with my business and understand that I'm at where you're at or at least close to it. So let's figure all of this shit out together. All right. So let's talk about overwhelm and why I'm there in the first place right now. It's pretty rare for me to feel overwhelmed anymore. It's pretty rare, you guys. I have set up my business as well as I could up until this point to avoid overwhelm, right? Because I'm someone that suffers from trauma and PTSD and anxiety. So I need to streamline my business and make it as stress-free as possible. And we are very excited to be able to do that for our clients as well. So typically, we've got a very smooth process. Everything runs essentially like clockwork, good to go. What I didn't factor in, you guys, (laughs) is that now that I have a team, things are different and we need to start planning for that. So here's what happened. First couple years in business, I was working round the clock, hustling, grinding, getting everything done, trying to figure out what was needed, spending countless hours on things that either never saw the light of day, am a course, it's still in the background, still on the back burner. Um, but also other things like spending way too much time on social media and focusing my energy in all the wrong places. So as of 2021, I was very excited about where my business was at. I wasn't feeling overwhelmed at all. I had a very good routine down. I knew exactly what was due when. Everything was good to go. I wasn't booking too many clients, but I was booking enough. Everything was good. Um, and then life hit. All right. So I, I was not intending 
for this to happen. But all of a sudden, here I am with, I've got, let's see, hold on, let me count. 14. I am working on 16, 16 projects right now. Some of those are for, most of those are for my business. And then the others are for an amazing business that I um, am essentially a contractor for. And so I hopefully will mention that business at some point, but I haven't asked her permission yet. And I'm recording live right now. So here we go. But I'll ask her and of course mention her in the next one um, if she says it's okay. But anyway, so I do design contract work for another business as well. Um, and as well as Femme Collective Studio. So it just so happened that I ended up having to do my work, do the contract work, and then also cover for my team this month. So that means that my workload is absolutely insane right now. Insane. I have not had this much work in three years um, just due to outsourcing and better scheduling and figuring that out. So anyway, I'm sitting here working overnights to try to get everything done. And I'm so burned out, you guys. I'm super passionate about the projects that I'm working on. And I love what I do so much. So even at this stage of overwhelm, I'm still super excited to be where I'm at. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm coming from a place of gratitude. I'm happy about it. But man, am I overwhelmed right now. So I just kind of wanted to break down why I'm at where I'm at right now. Hopefully this should clear up next week when my team is back in and other things are taken care of and um, we'll be good to go again. But it's just somewhere that I found myself right now. So I wanted to walk through what I do to kind of reground myself, recenter myself and, you know, get my head back up above water. Hopefully this helps some of you and I would love to hear your tips and tricks as well. So the very first thing that I do, here's how I recognize that I'm overwhelmed. And this looks different for everybody, but this is what it looks like for me. When I am overwhelmed, I am not sleeping well because I'm constantly thinking of my to-do list and everything, <laughs> how everything is going to get done and when everything is going to get done and what I'm going to have to sacrifice to get everything done. I am feeling kind of a tightening in my chest whenever I'm stressed out and that it's not severe, but it's certainly there. Um, and I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm typically a very focused person. I'm very good at multitasking. I can get a ton of stuff done at once. I'm usually really good to go. And like I said, it's really hard to overwhelm me. And so I notice that I am starting to zone out more right? Whether that's messaging a client back on Insta, sending a DM to them, or someone reaches out, I'm sending them an email. And all of a sudden, 20 minutes later, I'm scrolling through Instagram still, or I'm looking up a weird thing on Amazon. Um, or I'm, you know, watching a YouTube video on something that has absolutely nothing to do with my day. <laughs> We've all been there, right? You get it. So that's kind of the start. And then, of course, there's the obvious, you know, working later, having to get up earlier, even though I haven't slept as much because I worked later, just to fit everything in. And then, of course, sometimes it creeps, creeps into the weekends, too, when it's really bad, right? So 
this is not my typical anymore. It used to be. And we'll do a whole episode on boundaries. But I just wanted to let you guys know, like, I had finally gotten my business to a place where I was never overwhelmed. I was super happy. Everything was good to go. And then this month hit and it came out of nowhere. And I was not expecting this to happen. And I'm drowning now. So I think the first thing is recognizing it. So I just have this little mental checklist I go through. I'm like, you know what? I am overwhelmed. I'm admitting defeat. I am putting up the right white flag. I am overwhelmed. Now I need to figure out how to get myself out of it. And thankfully, I've had a lot of practice (laughs) throughout the years. And that's why my business is set up the way that it is so that this happens super rarely. And it's just a freak occasion. Um, And so here's what I do. I take a few deep breaths. And first and foremost, I think about how grateful I am. And this is going to sound, I can feel probably a few of you rolling your eyes, but this is really what I do. So I'm just giving you the honest answer. I come from a place of gratitude first. So I just take a deep breath and I think even on the worst days of my business, even when everything is going wrong, even though, even when I've made mistakes that I should never make because I'm, you know, a certain level of experience or whatever. I'm human. On the worst days, I am still so grateful to have this business and to be able to work with the best clients out there. We love our clients so, so much. And so I just need to start there because it helps recenter me a little bit into kind of away from the woe is me pity party that I get in for a hot second and it just helps me focus on the task at hand. So it's like, you know what? I love my job. I love what I'm doing. Let's just figure out how to get this overwhelm over with. The next thing is realizing that it's just a wave, right? Now, this may look different for all of you. If you're just starting out your business, you may honestly be overwhelmed all the time. I was when I first started my business. I'm not saying that that should be normal. I'm not saying that you should accept that. I'm just saying I understand that that can be the reality sometimes because I've been there. But for me, I know now because I have the systems in place and I have the boundaries in place, it's just going to be a wave because this is a freak thing. It does not happen often. So I have to remind myself it's just a wave. We're going to get through it. And then I dive into where to start. So the first thing I do after that is I write everything down. So typically when I'm overwhelmed, it's because I have so many things floating around in my head. Now we use Dubsado as our client management platform and we obviously have a client process. So things are written down. It's not like I'm remembering due dates in my head, even though I I do. Um, It just feels so overwhelming. And especially when things are in multiple different places, right? Because remember, I've got Femme Collective Studio, my business. I'm working on a template shop behind the scene. I also do contract work for another design business. So, and their timelines and process is similar, but definitely different from my own. So just managing all of that at once and keeping it all in my head is a no-go. And so the first thing I do is I just write everything down. And honestly, when it gets to this point, when I have this much going on, I put post-its up on my wall of each project. So that I can just stare at my wall and know, okay, there's nothing else random floating around. 
It's that calm of knowing I'm not going to miss anything. It's all there. And even though, yes, this stuff is written down digitally, it's on my computer, there's something about seeing it physically in front of me and being able to take those post-it notes off the wall once I've completed something that is really gratifying to me and it just makes me feel better. So I put post-its on the wall when I'm at this level of needing to make sure nothing is missed, needing to make sure every deadline is hit, all of that good stuff. So everything is on the wall. I get everything out of my head. The other thing that I do is I keep a tiny little notebook beside my bed at night because I will, I'm one of those people, I will wake up at two in the morning with a brilliant idea at the time. I think it's brilliant because it's two in the morning. Um, that I that I'm going to forget in the morning so I honestly I just write it down in my little book and then that helps keep my mind really clear you guys and then that's my little book that I don't even touch again until I have time in my schedule and then I think okay I've got time in my schedule for a personal project or to better the client process in some way I have this time let me look at this book and see what great idea I can implement right so that's how I kind of eliminate things out of my head and get it on paper. The next thing I do is reset my direction, right? So that resetting my priorities, essentially. I look down at what I wrote and I prioritize everything. Typically, I prioritize by, of course, importance and due dates and all of that. When I am this overwhelmed, everything gets put to the side that does not have a due date. So it's due dates only, and meeting those due dates. Because due dates means that it's for a client. They're a paying customer. We care about them more than anything. We need to make sure that we are focusing on giving them the best quality work possible. So that means my template shop that is launching October 1st is put to the side for this week and probably next week. Um, And we're just focusing on the the client tasks at hand here. So I list everything out by due date. And it's, I have a very good sense now, and this will come with time, you guys, if if it doesn't feel this way yet, of knowing, okay, I need to batch the interior pages for this site. This is going to take me on average this amount of time. So that helps me too, because even though it looks like I have so much work right now, which I do. I'm not trying to downplay it. But at the same time, I can say, okay, it's really this many hours of work. But if this due date is tomorrow, I know I need to work on these two things today. And I know if I have an eight hour work day, that if I'm focused and I can stay away from distractions, I can get these done today and it is doable. So you can kind of see the thought process that I go through of just talking myself down, calming myself down, recentering and focusing on the tasks at hand opposed to now that I've got the overall overwhelm in post-it notes on my wall, you know what I mean? It's kind of word vomited up onto my wall. It's out of my head. That's the overwhelm by looking at the majority of everything, right? Now I can break it down into almost those smaller tasks, and then I break it down into days. This is exactly what I need to be doing each day. Now, yes, of course, I've got a general outline for my days normally, but on 
we uh, in months like this all of april is going to be this way for me in months like this where i'm covering and doing all the things i need to kind of create micro tasks like you need to do this 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 these things must get done today period in order to stay on task all right so that's typically the direction i'm heading in all right then i need to focus on the process instead of the outcome right so getting rid of those normally if i'm doing let's say i'm doing a brand in a website right i care so much about my clients that of course in the back of my head i'm thinking about i want this to be the most perfect thing for them and i want it to be spot on the first time we do have over a 98 percent first round approval rating and we just care so much about almost reading the client's minds right but when i am at this level of work it's not that we care any less about the task at hand it's just that i need to take the emotional thought that goes through my head of what if they don't like it you know what i mean no matter how we've done this hundreds of times with hundreds of clients it still feels that way still 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 feels that way even after a mentorship call i'm thinking did they find that valuable? Was that valuable enough for them? I, I put my all into it. I really hope that they got something out of it. Do you know what I mean? That thought always crosses your head. Not right now. I don't have time for that. <laughs> so my my focus is on creating the best work possible and leaving my emotion, my insecurities out of it. Because you know what? They get revision rounds. So yes, we very much strive to get first round approvals, but if that doesn't happen, that's part of the client process. You know, a couple of revision rounds are included in their process for free. So if if they don't, we know that we're going to get it to the standard of quality the first time. But it's just personal preference, right? We're not mind readers, even though we strive to be. So I, it's just kind of taking that pressure off of myself um, that sometimes I do put on there. And then... I break everything down into those micro steps so that I'm not forgetting anything because typical things that I would not forget in the checklist of things that I do, um, when you're overwhelmed, right, your brain is going a mile a minute, even once you've written everything down. So just keeping focused and making sure you're not missing anything in there so that the standard, um, the quality standard of your work is staying the same. All right. So I actually, because this has happened to me before, and I'll talk about this in a second, I do have checklists that I pull out that I don't normally need to use just to make sure I'm not missing anything in my client process. All right. And then it's just about doing one thing at a time. That's all. Sorry, I was just getting a, a phone call there. All right. And then the, the next quick thing that I run through my head is see if there's anything quick that I can outsource. So I do have a couple people that I love and adore and who I won't say are always on call. It's more of just I'll message them and I know because they've done this stuff for me in the past that they are one, more than capable of doing it. Two, they will do it to the level of quality um, that we stand by and Three, that they may just want that extra income right now. So who knows? They could say, they absolutely could say no. 
but they could say yes. And people do this to me too. Hey, Chris, do you have time to take on this project? I don't have time to do this brand design or I don't have time to do these illustrations or this PDF. Um, do you have time in your schedule? I would love to outsource this to you, right? So I'm just doing the same thing to them and it's a really good um, community building thing. And once you've got your community and your people and your go-tos, more often than not, you'll be able to find someone to outsource something to. Even if it's not your, let's say your photographer, even if it's not your editing of your photos, because that's so crucial to your brand, right? Maybe it's answering emails, or maybe it's just you've got your Instagram posts in a platform ready to go already, and it's just having someone post them for you so you don't have to worry about it. Or there's just so many little things that you could outsource to someone, um, commenting back on social media posts for your engagement. Um, I'm not one to post every day. I still don't believe in posting every day. I have posted every day for a year and never saw a difference in conversions than posting three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So why waste that extra time and money? Um, so I'm not saying, I'm not saying to post every day and do and outsource that sort of thing, but outsource the stuff that really matters. Building um, up your no like trust with your audience, engaging with them, um, commenting on people's feeds and interacting with their amazing work that you would love to work with someday. All that sort of stuff is important too and easy stuff to quickly outsource. So I ask myself if there's anything I can outsource. The answer right now is no, unfortunately, because I'm covering for everyone. So, um, but that is something that I do run through. So once I've gotten all of my steps figured out and I, I'm walking myself through the process, there's really nothing else to do but roll my sleeves up and get in the mud and just work through it. And it is what it is. And you just have to remind yourself this is a wave. And then once I've, I've heard people say, okay, well, let's go through all the things that you can do to make sure this doesn't happen again. But absolutely, yes, but you have to get through the wave first. You don't have time to be figuring out how to make this not happen again when you're in the trenches, right? So I get through it. And then at the end of the month, what I'm going to be doing this month is walking myself through how, first of all, can I decompress? I have a little routine that I do to decompress. Um, and then, so taking care of mental health, first and then how can I set better boundaries for next time so this doesn't happen again in this way overwhelm is always going to happen you guys there's nothing you can do to avoid it completely like this was a thing that was not planned for I didn't have um I didn't have time to really think through what everything was going to look like um and so Sometimes it just happens out of nowhere and that's okay. It, it happens. Nobody's perfect. If you're hearing anybody tell you that they never feel burnt out, that they never feel overwhelmed, they are lying to you. And more sadly than that, they're probably lying to themselves about it too. Um, and what true overwhelm actually is. Probably because they're so used to it that it feels like the norm to them again. But anyway... So I'm going to take a step back at the end of the month and I'll let you guys know what I end up doing and how it ends up working out. But I'm just going to go through and figure out what can I do to avoid this in the future, if at all possible. 
So the first thing that I can do is set boundaries. So setting boundaries is such a big deal. I'm going to probably annoy you because I'm going to mention it so often in so many episodes, but I cannot tell you how important it is. So for me, when I'm overwhelmed, setting boundaries looks like saying no. When people do reach out to me saying, hey, would you like to pick up this additional thing? I love, 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 love doing um, PDF guides once for brands that I've worked on. So doing welcome guides or pricing guides or something like that. I, I honestly find them a lot of fun and it's just kind of new and different from the day to day. So I love taking on those projects. And I do get several people from several different design businesses reaching out to me, um, just friends in the business saying, hey, can you do this? Do you have time to work on this? Um, and usually I say yes, because I really do love working on them. But this month, it's a no. <laughs> it's a solid no. And I just have to tell myself, nope. You Do you need that extra income this month to make things work? Nope. Do you need the extra stress? Is it worth it? Absolutely not. So just setting those boundaries for myself. And then the next thing is setting boundaries for other people, right? So the first thing I do, and this may sound a bit extra and that's fine. Do you do whatever makes you feel good? I know that I need to do this. Um, So if your family and friends, my family and friends are so supportive, um, but I will catch every now and then we have to like reach out and say, hey, you know, I, I know that I work from home. So you can call me if you need me during the middle of the day, but I can't like hop on a half hour chit chat in the middle of the day because I've got so much work to do. And so it's just sending, sending those messages saying, hey, it may sound like I'm dropping off the planet for a hot second. I'm just working through the day, making sure everything is good. That sounds pretty normal, right? But I am the kind of person that checks in on people a lot. So I'm constantly trying to reach out to friends, trying to reach out to family, just checking in. How are you doing? How's everything going? What give me, um, my friend Ashley does this and I love it and I adopted it. She'd always say, give me your top three. So give me your top three life updates for the week kind of thing. So I'll send that message to people and I just like to say, stay connected and make sure everyone's feeling loved and heard and all of that. But I have to set that boundary for myself during times of overwhelm. So I'm just saying, all right, I know you typically hear from me during the day and I know you're typically here from me a couple times a week, but I am working through a lot right now. You're going to hear from me less. I'm okay. Things are good. I'm always here if you need me. Call me if you need me. But other than that, try not to send me memes during the day. (laughs) Try not to send me messages over Insta, that kind of thing. Um, and again, no one has a problem with that. Everyone's like, okay, perfect. And they're, and they're super supportive. And if you do meet resistance, definitely have that conversation with them of, listen, I need to set these boundaries because it's very easily, um, it's very easy for me to get distracted, right? Like if Ben, my husband, if he sends me a really funny video over Instagram in the middle of the day, I have a hard time and this, yeah, this is, I feel bad about this. This is sad, but it's something I'm working on. But I have a hard time not scrolling through to other videos, right? Um, and so I just put my phone down 
and I say, if you need me, call me. That way I know if my phone isn't ringing, then it's just a text message and it can wait, right? Um, and so it goes deeper than this. And I will, you know, I'll just touch on it because I know that there's probably at least one of you that is feeling this way. But the reason why I'm so attached to my phone is because of the traumas that I've been through in my past of, you know, one example is receiving a phone call where a loved one um, passed incredibly suddenly by a freak accident, right? And it was so traumatic. And um, and after, like since then, I felt, well, thank God I was able to pick up the phone when she called. What if I wasn't there? What What if I couldn't have been there for her? You know what I mean? So as someone that has been through trauma, I do feel like I need to be connected 100% of the time just in case, you know what I mean? So that's something that I'm also working, you know, through. But just for for those of you, I'm sure that I'll say, oh, she just has no self-control. That's ridiculous. Just delete the app or something. It's more serious than just not having control over scrolling through Instagram. It's also like that need to feel like I'm there if an emergency happens. And there's more than one reason why I feel currently that I need to be by my phone. So if you're someone that is also going through that type of thing, I hear you, I get it. Um, So set those boundaries, right? So like if there's someone that you know may need you, um, regardless of what it's for, tell them to call instead of text. And that's how I did it. So it's like, I don't have to be on 24-7 watch on my phone for every message that comes through. I know if I'm needed, if something has happened, if I need to fly home um, in short notice or something, then I get a phone call. Uh, And any buzz, I can just ignore. All right, does that make sense? I know I dove a little deep there, but there's just, you know, real shit happening and... I'm sure at least one of you feels the same way. And um, and I also just wanted to present that to those that, you know, kind of find it annoying when people say, oh, I have to be attached to my phone. And you're thinking, why? Just stop scrolling through Instagram. Sometimes it's a little bit more serious than that. So just think um, before you're, you're judging people here. Okay, so the next thing I do, and I mentioned this already, is outsource. But what I didn't touch on was growing that circle. So let's say you just went through a period or you're currently in a period of overwhelm and you have yet to build your little circle of people that you can trust to outsource to. That's totally fine and perfectly normal. So all you're going to do is start reaching out. So if you Chances are, if you have a business, you know a couple people in your industry and just start talking to them, building those relationships with them. It's really that easy. And you can honestly say, hey, I would love to have you kind of, don't phrase it this way. It's just the only, it's the only thing that's coming to my head. I'd love to have you on the back burner. (laughs) Obviously don't phrase it that way. Um, But I just, I would love to have you on a list of people that I can reach out to if you're ever interested in getting some extra income on the side or getting some extra experience under your belt or what have you. Um, It's almost like watching a friend's dogs. I don't have kids yet, so I'm using dogs because we have two of them, but even kids swapping um, 
time. So if you watch our dogs when we need to hop out, then we'll watch your dogs in return kind of thing. So it's very much the buddy system, right? So I've got a list of amazing women that I can outsource to and know that they will most likely be able to take it on. And if they can't, they can't. It's a, it's a no pressure situation. It's just, hey, this is what I need. And then what I do is I have talked through with them what their rate would be for whatever that kind of thing is. So if I need someone to cover my social media for a week, we have talked about that. We've talked about what they find a, a fair price and what I find a fair price. And then we're good to go. And this is, this is extra, I'll say this is extra credit. You can always have a contract signed by them for, and like ready to go in the future. So for example, if I know that I'm outsourcing, um, I'm thinking of something random, SEO. If I'm outsourcing SEO for a site, I have a checklist training tutorial video And this comes with time, you guys. Don't, I know this is about overwhelm, so don't get overwhelmed by the process that I have set up. This has taken years um, of actively trying to avoid overwhelm, okay? But I'm just giving you some of my behind the scenes tips and tricks to kind of see if you can implement any of them that work for you, all right? But what I do is I've got a training video set up. This is my process for SEO. This is what I do. I have a little checklist, very easy. And then the couple people that I would outsource SEO to, I have already had them sign a little mini contract. And it just says, this is the rate that you're going to be getting. This is the expectations. This is the outline of what needs to be done. And it just takes all the pressure off, right? So whenever you're needing to use that, or whenever I'm needing to use that, I'm already in an overwhelmed situation the last thing that I need to worry about is someone not meeting the expectations or missing a step or me needing to spend several hours training them on something. Um, Do you know what I mean? So it's just a really good way to avoid that overwhelm. I do not have that process set up for everything. I only have that process set up for the things that I have outsourced on the fly before. And I'll definitely work towards having that set up for each process that I have. Um, but it's not top priority. It's more of just kind of doing it as I, as I go along here so that you don't think I've just got this massive library of stuff put together, but it is just a really good way to avoid overwhelm and start to build those resources so that you can outsource successfully, um, when that time comes. All right. Um, okay. And then the next thing I'll be doing at the end of the month is just requiring more heads up from team members for time off and that sort of thing. Um, Emergencies, of course, absolutely not a problem, but just I think this is the first time that I'm managing my own team. I do have management experience. I have managed several teams before, um, but this is the first time that it's been for my own business. And so I'm just learning as I go, just like everybody else. So if anyone else has any tips and tricks for overwhelm, feel free to let me know. That is everything that I've got. And then 
I also focus on what I can do each day to decompress at the end of the day um, or even in the middle of the day. And I do not waver from that time, period. I, I am focused on um, making sure that mental health is number one priority. And sorry, there's a siren in the background. If you can hear that, I'm not sure. And so what I'm doing is I actually got a treadmill. I'm very excited about this. I think I mentioned this in the last one. If I didn't, got a treadmill. Um, And the reason I got a treadmill is because we live on kind of a main road. And so going for a walk isn't really a thing, like going for a walk around the neighborhood. There is a neighborhood right across the street that I could go for a walk on. Um, but it's, it's super short. So, and it doesn't even have like a loop in it. And then the other one is super massive and I don't have time given client calls and everything else to be away from, you know, away from things for two to three hours in the middle of the day. So what I do is I just set up my little lunchtime. I take it the same time every single day. I walk on the treadmill for a bit and that helps me kind of recenter. It also helps me keep, you know, keep moving during the day because let's face it, this is definitely a desk job. Um, and I'm super excited about it. I freaking love it so far. Um, I was going to get something like, I was, I really still in the back of my mind want a Peloton, but I just seeing the price tag of it, <laughs> I could not bring myself to get it. I just couldn't. I just couldn't. There are so many other things that I would rather invest in like right now, personally, like my team, um, a team retreat that I'm working on saving up for that kind of thing. It just, I don't know. It was way too expensive. So I found a treadmill on Amazon for super cheap compared to others. And it's, it doesn't even have an incline, but it's something that I can just, you know, walk through. It actually has even a little, um, a little platform that I can put my laptop on and work while I'm walking slowly. Of course, I can't run on it while I'm using my laptop and designing is pretty hard (laughs) with vibrations of it. But what I do do is answer emails. Um, I manage social media. I can do all of that while also moving and I'm super excited about it. My mood has definitely shifted. I just love I, I love it. I'm very excited about it, but I'll, I'll keep you updated on that. And if I see any, um, long-term results on my stress levels or weight or anything like that. Um, but that's just what I do kind of midday to unwind. And then at the end of the day, just making sure that I'm spending time with Ben and the puppies and, you know, calming down for the day. All right, so that is my kind of step-by-step of everything I do and a bit behind the scenes of walking through overwhelm and just leaning on the people that I love and saying, hey, I'm overwhelmed. And sometimes just getting that external perspective from someone that isn't in my industry. So from my husband, Ben, for example, um, or even from my parents, if I'm on the phone with them talking about it and saying, hey, yeah, this and this and this happened out of nowhere. And now I've got all these things and I'm just super stressed out. Um, And so just hearing from them, like, yeah, that sucks. And sometimes that's all you need to hear. Like that validation of, yeah, this is, 
this is not fun. This is not fun right now, but it is what it is and you get through it and you can take those steps to try to reduce your anxiety and stress throughout the process. And then once you're through and out of the overwhelm, taking those steps to avoid it happening in the future. All right. So we are at 40 minutes right now. Typically I talk at you for an hour, but let's be honest again, I'm setting that boundary. Um, This feels like I've kind of wrapped up everything that I go through with overwhelm, so I'm not going to drag it out. And we're going to hop right back into this to-do list today. So thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm still so overwhelmed by all of those reaching out saying, this is the most real podcast I've ever heard. Someone messaged me. Thank you so much, Angela, who talked to me about that yesterday on the phone. Um, she's an amazing client of of our studio and and absolutely turning into a friend for sure. But I just, I don't know, she made me feel so validated in just showing up as yourself is enough. And I, I'm going to say that time and time again, every podcast episode, and just sharing what you're going through and how you're coping with things and the things you're struggling with and that you are struggling is just enough to help people feel like they're not alone. So yeah, let me know. Please DM me on Femme Collective Studio on Instagram, F-E-M-M-E Collective Studio on Insta. Um, And just DM me so we can chat about if you're overwhelmed, what you do when you're overwhelmed. I would love any tips and tricks that you guys have and we can just sort of talk back and forth on, on coping mechanisms and what we do to avoid it in the future. But Thank you again for spending time with me. Know that you are enough just as you are. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Mm